fun times in Cleveland today. Cleveland, come on down to Cleveland town, everyone. Come and look at both of our buildings. This week on The Boys Talk The Bachelor, Pete and the girls pull an Odell Beckham and take their talents to Cleveland, Ohio. Much like the Browns' playoff probability, Victoria F's one-on-one crashes and burns nearly instantaneously. We got one more Monday Night Football game of the year and learned that the Bachelors' overtime rules make the NFLs look defensible in comparison. Alea returns from the grave to set the freaking record straight. Meanwhile, Kelsey has more tears to spare and our rants from last week are vindicated as all of Bachelor Nation turns on Pilot Pete. All that and more on this week's episode of The Boys Talk The Bachelor. Everybody hates you. Everybody wishes that you were dead. Cause Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Peter, your music is fucking terrible. Peter, you suck. Peter, you suck. Peter, you don't do anything of value. Peter, All right, well, hello, everybody, and welcome back for another exciting episode of The Boys Talk The Bachelor. We're here for week four. I'm your host, as always, Drew Baker. Here with me, I've got the usual gang, Corey Greenspan. Oh, uh- John Lopez. How's it going? And Evan Murray. We're back. And we are excited. I guess excited. Excited might be the wrong word. For another week of recapping all of the latest happenings on this show that we have given our lives to. Uh, fellas, how are we doing this week? Me, personally, doing great. I'm actually excited. Got a new microphone. I, I hope I sound crisp, crystal clear. People yeah, could finally good. hear my, my sexy voice. The Bane impression might might be broken out for this one. Who knows? Where'd you get that microphone? Uh, I bought it myself with my very own very own money that I earned oh, that, myself. That doesn't sound right. That can't be it. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. shout out to to my boy Drew here for sending me a microphone. Because Thank Drew you. hates when his things don't work to his standards, but gives it away to other people. Corey, Evan, y'all doing all right? I'm uh I'm hopped up on peanut butter and jelly, Milwaukee tap water. Let's do this thing. Oh baby. <laughs> There you go. I'm doing good. I've had a good week at work. Good episode. A lot better than last week. So excited to talk about it. Way better than last week's. All right. Well, we're just going to jump straight into the week then. Fellas, let's get into it. This week had a lot and nothing at all at the same time. We were told at the top of the episode that Pete was no longer in L.A. And while the ABC showrunners may work hard, the Cleveland Board of Tourism obviously works harder because that's exactly where we spent the next two hours of our life that we will never get back. From the get-go, we got to saw everyone's uh, great and over uh, over the moon reaction to being told that they would be moved to Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, have you guys have y'all ever been to Cleveland, Ohio? Because I've only been to Columbus, and Columbus sucked too. But Cleveland, I can only imagine, is worse. Yeah, I've been once. I spent a couple days there. I, if you can imagine a city devoid of any sort of culture or purpose, uh, that's sort of what Cleveland is. But, John, they have rock and the arts and other things. <laughs> I, I was told this would be an exciting setting for a television show. You know why the Museum of, like, Rock and Roll History is there? Is because they don't make any more music there. So it's okay to, like, <laughs> we can archive the history of it because there's no Everything there happening. truly is history. Uh, oh, man. Uh, uh, their economy I, is based off LeBron James. Not anymore. 
Not anymore. <laughs> now it's Baker uh, Mayfield. Now it's Baker Mayfield. And progressive <laughs> commercials. And that's clearly going well for them, too. I think my favorite part of the whole, like, kind of montage of them just, like, going to Cleveland was when they were all cooing over the view from the hotel room. And it was just a, it was just an aerial of the Brown Stadium. And I don't think anyone, <laughs> including the Browns ownership, has ever looked onto their stadium and said, oh, what a beautiful vista that is. <laughs> They were, uh, yeah. they were like, First yes, I, I can see Lake Erie from my hotel room. How exciting. This is great. <laughs> Everything we've wanted in a scenic location. Um, I'd love to see a cut of that scene where they tell them, are you going to Cleveland? And that awkward silence extends for like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly felt like, like so it. You're joking, right? Yeah. <laughs> where but, we uh, really... But uh, I, I getting in, I guess, to the, the first uh meaningful segment of the show uh, if i don't know cleveland sure they're meaningful i guess um no they're first not. uh no they're not i can't even say it with a straight face but first meaningful uh for our purposes uh this week's one-on-one date was between uh peter and victoria f victoria f who has been a divisive figure for this uh podcast in the past but I don't know about y'all, but this uh, this was kind of an object disaster, in uh, my opinion. I don't think uh, things were even good for a little bit at the beginning. Uh, we have Peter taking Victoria a bit for a ride and letting her believe that they were going skydiving. We learned Victoria is afraid of either skydiving or thrills or heights in general, which seems great for a long-term relationship with a pilot. Um <laughs> no, yeah. she, she's uh, she's more afraid of not deleting her Instagram post that's shown she's been skydiving before. So you did hey, see we that. don't we don't use outside information. Oh, we're using right. outside information. Oh, we know to the canon true. of the show. If, if we're gonna slam Madison for her burner yeah, accounts, yeah. we are attacking Victoria nope. for this fake bullshit that she put on. Yeah. So Corey is nope. referencing what the, shows, uh, what the show shows us is what we get. So we have no idea she has ever gone skydiving before. <laughs> So what uh, what Corey referencing then is a uh, complete uh, conflict with what Evan just said. I'll go ahead and talk about it. Uh, yeah, Victoria, I've deleted an old Instagram post of her uh, skydiving, jumping out of a plane after what was a uh, five to six minute segment about how much she's afraid of skydiving and didn't want to do any of that. Um, not a great look for our Victoria. Um, certainly not the uh, worst Instagram uh, snafu that she's been a part of. Um, but we'll get to that as the season We're not goes on. Talking about it. No spoilers. Just All right. Another great showing for Pete's personality, by the way. Hey, we're going to go on a beautiful one on one date. Hmm, what's my personality? Oh, right. Planes. We're going to go on another plane. Come on, man. See, I thought you were saying what's another part of my personality. And I thought you were about to say empty theme parks um, because that <laughs> we certainly got that too. Um, I, I assume based on the uh, setup of. The theme park they were either at a rented out cedar point or six flags i don't know if there's a six flags over cleveland if they were in some other six flags over ohio um but it was cedar point it was cedar point yeah i'll let evan my big question on it yeah <laughs> it, yeah it has some really nice uh roller coasters even though i've never been there um but my big question for you is how much do you think it costs to shut down an entire amusement park for one day uh, I think it was straight advertising. Uh, that whole thing was a straight advertisement by Cedar Point, and I think that's what no they were cost. No cost. They're like, hey, can you the... say 
Can you say our name and how amazing we are for about five (laughs) minutes on the show and show some of our really cool rides? And um, maybe that'll boost our tourism. I know. My answer is $500. I think it costs $500 to rent out Cedar Point. I'm going to say 501, so I'm the closest without going over. Um, no, I we do a Six Flags Day uh, here at school. So, I, I I mean, it's expensive. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's achievable. I mean, corporate people rent out theme parks all the time. I'm sure ABC can afford it with their production budget. So, I would, I would assume it's in the, the tens of thousands of dollars. But that's uh, that's probably – they probably make that in a single commercial break. We could also uh, assume that change. it might have been, you know, not super like nice time of the year because they were wearing jackets the whole time. So it could have been like a random Wednesday during the school year where the park is still open. Yeah, yeah. that and I mean, clearly they were running some additional promotion too between the the concert, which uh, we'll we'll get into in here in just a second. But there are obviously other people there. Um, but yeah, jump in uh, right into the concert. We got a uh, we got some big uh, Pam Beasley energy from Victoria F. Uh, who is it, Peter? Peter, who is it? Who is it? Uh, talking about that we were going to see uh, Chase Rice, uh, as we talked about last week. Uh, Chase, the uh, former Survivor runner-up, now country. Uh, is it is it fair to say superstar Evan? I know we talked about this last week. Uh, I think so, especially after Monday. I think he is in the superstardom now. He's officially this. The the Bachelor was his big break. Um, yeah. Superstar? Damn. All right. Uh, in got, terms of country. In terms he of knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we got, uh, we got Peter dragging Victoria along for a uh, front and center, dancing around uh, right in front of the show where uh, – as we were told last week and uh, was furthered upon this week, uh, Victoria F. and Chase share a little bit of history with each other. I believe Victoria F. classified it as a one-night stand or some kind of uh, not serious fling. Um, do I have that right? No, I, I feel like you don't. Do I have it wrong? <laughs> do we have, don't we have a fact check? We had like a fact checker and he's gone now. For, um, for the audience's so, sake, uh, we have a friend who was supposed to like fact check while we're doing this and he like left. I, I have did a little research. Super job. He had actually. Literally I'm letting job. Reddit interrupt my ability to watch the show, obviously, with the way that I'm taking notes. Didn't she um, say they were dating and then they, she like left him for the show or something like that? If I'm not so incorrect, I, I, I did some reading this week and I saw he did an interview uh, before this episode came out and he said they spent one night together in Charlotte. Uh, what that entails, I don't know. Uh, he didn't go into details, but I would not classify one night as dating as I guess she did. Oh, I guess Drew's right. So I, I'm but somewhere... Like- I'm somewhere landed in the. I'm accidentally. I did the equation wrong, but arrived at the correct answer. Uh, shout out to these producers. Yeah, shout out to the producers. Like I yeah, said, somehow the they just know. They work hard. It's crazy. It's like they do oppo research on these people. Um, but uh, do y'all have any thoughts really from the concert? Because I don't think the concert was really kind of. The concert was not the biggest part of this. Um, I think the biggest part of this was clearly the dinner, but I don't want to breeze past the concert. Um, there was a lot of weird eye contact between Victoria and Chase. 
and it kind of looked like Victoria might have been initiating half of it. And then the whole thing after where, like, she's having a mental breakdown and Pete's just vibing with Chase Rice was just <laughs> a very weird situation. I think my favorite thing is throughout the whole concert, Pete is just like, wow, how great is this? Chase Rice keeps looking at, aren't you having a great time with Chase Rice? <laughs> Chase Rice, the man on stage, is this not great? Yeah, I think they cut it really well, too. I'm sure they had a ton of angles, and they they can figure out where to put in different facial expressions. Um, but I thought the funniest part was how he was, like, talking to him before the concert and saying all this stuff while she's just like, yeah, I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I, I, yeah, speaking to the editing and cuts, I feel like for all my gripes with the show, the, uh, the editing and jump cuts have been absolutely fantastic so far this year. Um, but yeah, we got a we got a short com- we got two short conversations, I guess, from Chase at the end. We got Chase talking to Peter, uh, Chase with the bro move, not not uh, outing uh, his re- past relationship with Victoria, just kind of like asking about the show, uh, talking about it, kind of sharing some uh, sharing some experiences from both being uh, reality TV uh, stars, and then we that's when we then get Victoria pulling aside chase and having the conversation it was like just well like don't say anything or like it's you know we had what we had and i'm here now um but where was pete while that was happening i probably with one of the other 20 women that might have been there i don't know probably, probably pulling someone out of the audience the producers it was either, find his personality i think based on what we've seen with him he was either crying or making the worst decision that could be possibly made in the time i think those <laughs> he are his flying, all, he was flying a plane those were his only two saves or flying a plane yeah he's so, got three all he knows is fine flying and breathing <laughs> and making poor life choices <laughs> um did we come to a consensus on because we were like arguing it uh, about it during the show but chase definitely doesn't give a shit right like about this entire oh, situation absolutely not not it, it, it cannot be understated how little chase cares about this entire situation chase is the, the big winner in this whole situation because he's getting to basically market himself as a country like superstar as what he's doing and he's getting on a reality television show which is kind of geared towards middle america as you mentioned before jd and how everybody loves country music on the bachelor and Oh, we know Chase's music, and he's he's getting the best deal out of this whole thing. Just Victoria, like, please, please don't tell him. He's like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> okay, I won't. Like, <laughs> whatever. New new tour, who dis? Um, but uh, but yeah, the uh, the concert wraps up, and we move into the uh, the dinner part of Victoria and uh, Peter's one on one date, and Victoria. Let's uh, let's Peter know that the, her and Chase have a history with each other, and Peter reacts with just absolute astonishment. And uh, I've got the I've got the script right here. Hold on, I want to make sure I want to get this uh, get these quotes right. Chase, 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 the singer, Chase, uh, fellas, what was your reaction to? No, uh, Chase, being, the fucking bank, Pete. Peter being the world's worst player of Guess Who. Chase, the one we filmed all these segments for, Chase, that Chase? Chase. Jesus. Chase Just want to make sure we're talking about the right Chase. The right Chase. <laughs> this, this Chase, and 
I don't know if this is indicative of the whole country music career thing, but man, he was laying on a really thick Southern draw that was completely staged and it did not seem legit whatsoever. Who was Chase? Yes, when he Chase was talking. Chase is a Carolina boy. I believe the way he talks. Not that much, though. Like, well, it just... Evan, you, you've watched him on The Survivor before, right? Yes, and it wasn't yeah. like that on Survivor. Yeah, that was a while ago, too, so I'd have to rewatch that. But I, I, I'm i sure he played it up uh, for the show. But I, I don't doubt that he has, like, at least some sort of southern drawl that, you know, it probably gets amplified when he goes on tour and does concerts right. so that he's kind of in the persona. But fellas, are are we gonna? I mean, we already hate Pete, I guess. But uh, is he, and on top of being hated, is he canceled for like, I don't know, just being kind of a, I guess, slut shamer? I want to say that was bad. I <laughs> mean, it was I, an, an absolute yeah. disbelief that she had ever been with another man before. It was bad. It was really bad. It, it it was it was wild. I think there was a tweet that's like, Pete's the kind of guy that uh, wants to be every girl's first. Um, what a sicko. yeah, he sucks. I mean, we've been, we've been <laughs> over this. I want to find new and interesting ways to talk about how terrible Pete is. And I feel like at one point we will hit a critical mass of ways we can talk about, but like, yeah, I mean, the, the, the entire point of the show, and I know they're all children. I know like very few of them have probably been in any kind of meaningful relationship, but like, yeah, the whole point of the show is to date Projecting. several <laughs> <laughs> to date several <laughs> thank you for that Sean uh today several women at the same time and he just seems so personally offended <laughs> by the idea that Victoria may have had a boyfriend once uh outside of the filming of the show um, How do you say after the entire thing he goes you know what all I really wanted was your honesty and I'm like no you probably also wanted her virginity too you piece of shit <laughs> And I think it goes. What, so, into, no, go on. What, what's what's just wild about it is that he was on The Bachelorette, like literally the other version of the show. Like he knows how the show goes. He understands it. Yet I think the reason, entire time he was on The Bachelorette, he just assumed that all the other men in the house were just like his boy, just there to be his buddy. Yeah. He didn't understand why like people kept going home and why Hannah was giving out roses to people other than him. <laughs> Well, we, this man he, had hit his literal ex on the show like several times in the first two episodes. He knows <laughs> how the show goes. He was in that windmill how many times again? How many times is it, it mentioned? A, a big four He's times. A, that felt good. Not four. four. Not one, right. not two, not three, but four times. Right. Definitely so. an even number. Oh, yeah. It has to be an even number because he can't have anything in odd increments as we no. – Every single girl that's going on a one-on-one or, like, having alone time is talking about having kids with him, and they've known each other for four weeks and maybe spent an hour together. It's so much. It's too now, much. Now, this wasn't Victoria, right? You're you're jumping ahead to, no. to, the, to the show. This was Victoria. Correct? They were talking was to it? in the amusement oh park. God. They're in that little diner booth. I need to take better like, notes. I need – I want two or four kids. Pete's like, yeah, so they never have to ride alone on a roller coaster. On a roller coaster. Oh, yeah, that's yes, right. That's why, right? Did you guys I catch mean, uh, his Pete's analogy about love? He's like, you know, it's like a roller coaster. You, you keep going up, and it's nice and steady. And I'm like, what happens after that, Pete? <laughs> <laughs> you got to go down. Can you continue I, this, this convoluted analogy anymore? 
Pete's flights only have a takeoff, and then they just stay in the in the <laughs> air until the fuel runs out. <laughs> There's no landing. Uh, yeah, I do remember him the 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 amusement park line. Which even as someone who has a brother, I don't think I ever rode in the same cart as my brother for any amusement parks. But Josh and I also got along terribly until we were like well into our college years, and even then, so. We we always well, had so, to be separated from each other. We uh we so don't really need to was... dive into the personal trauma right now, right? The childhood and stuff. Oh, that's half the show. Oh, wonderful. I, I just want to say his logic is um it's kind of trash, honestly, because I grew up with my sister, so my parents had two kids, uh, but my mom wouldn't go on the roller coasters, so it was always my dad that was Same. left out. Yeah. So it yeah. it was like so I mean he. And, Victoria said she doesn't like heights and stuff. So I mean, if they have a family, she's probably not even going on the roller coasters. I think so my brother would get to ride with deal. my dad, and I would get to ride with whatever large other person was at Disney alone. Um, what is up with Pete's whole like feats of strength thing to like be, <laughs> to be the one? Like he put a bunch of girls in the gyroscope, and now he's like, yeah, we got to go on roller coasters. That's kind of a bachelor thing. Uh, the very Darwinian approach to set up, like dates set up so that the people go out of their comfort zone and stuff that's i don't know if that's so much pete but that's that's been a running thing throughout the show the date is not over till someone gets pinned <laughs> pin me i just like to imagine anything bad about the show is directly attributable to pete at this point i'm in yeah. i'm in on that i mean we can only assume that i uh I, I definitely want to point out that uh as victoria f's number one supporter on this podcast i am officially out uh, I've been out. Um, she just really reminds me of common Virginia Beach trash, and of which you have experience of with. Which, from oh living yes, there. from living in Virginia Beach, she is just common Virginia Beach trash, and it's it's really disappointing to see her turn that way and just act it up for the cameras, and it's it's disappointing. I and, love how you're hedging your bets now. Um, yeah, we have any other uh, Victoria F content to get to this week, or are you boys ready to talk some football? Just, I think yeah. the last thing that she said, and that's, I'll probably leave it at this, um, is she said she didn't want to be with Chase because of his lifestyle, and she couldn't handle yes. that. What yes, the yes, hell? Yes, yes, and yes. that he left. <laughs> and that he left. And what else would a life with a reality television star entail, Victoria? Who is also a pilot. You know what pilots do? They leave their hometowns and the places they live for long stretches of time while they fly planes to other cities. I uh yeah, the um the date itself, the setup in the town hall looked really cool, I think. Um, even though it was some real like Leslie Nope kind of shit that they pulled where it's like, Yes, we're gonna get married in town hall and then there was that random ass cello guy playing outside, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah, they just like walk by him too when Victoria's having the breakdown. They're like, Oh no, 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 keep playing. Don't mind us. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, we can we can move on. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's talk some football. So we uh we go to First Energy Stadium where we get to see some Cleveland Brown legends, Josh Cribbs, and who was the other one? Doesn't matter. It doesn't. I think Cole they even. Have no I think they even introduced him as a five-time Pro Bowler, and I had no idea who he is. I Cole, know I. I had Josh Cribbs on a fantasy team, so I knew who he was. But calling Josh Cribbs a legend is such an insult to all football legends. It's so fraudulent too. Like he leaves. 
he leads the league in history for return touchdowns. I'm like, yeah, because Devin Hester only got to play a few years before his body gave out on him. We all know who the king of that I can't is. Can't believe yeah. you cut out my Sam Darnold seeing ghost jokes. And I went like straight into some deep cuts. Yeah, uh, it's because I. It's because I believe in my content and hate anyone else's. I just won't take notes that other people give me. That's why I, I've, to that. why I haven't changed at all in my life. There um, will be no Sam Donald slander on any podcast that I'm on. It, wasn't, it was just a reference. There's no slander. He so, said it. Sam it said was, it. It was the seeing ghost comment. Anyway. It, that is slanderous. It's got off the rails. Uh, it's only going to get worse as we continue to talk about the... <laughs> I was surprised that this was tackle football. Was anyone else like, <laughs> was, was yeah. anyone else amazed that they were wearing pads? You know, I was they so had, they had him wrestle. It. There was a whole wrestling segment. So the fact that they padded him up and yeah, but it was like pillow him, fighting each other. No, but like they actually had to wrestle still. Flag football would not have been good television, I don't think. And no. you know, no, that's fair. So. It's going to be legit football. Pete's like, I played football in high school. Dude, come on. You probably a <laughs> third string kicker or some third shit like kick. that. Like, I, no. He just gave me the vibe of, of someone who had never seen a game of football in his life. <laughs> I get it. Pete definitely talks about playing football the way I talk about playing football, which is playing JV for a team that like a high school that had a very competitive football program, but never made it past JV as an individual. And even on that JV team, you were like third string. Yeah, that that level of energy. Pete, uh, Pete reminds me of the guys that sit on the end of Kentucky basketball bench that are just there for the GPA boosting the and have no playing that, time the, whatsoever. The managers, those scholarships. Right, exactly. Yeah, but uh, we we got into the football and we had uh, Victoria P as a uh, she was out on the IR with a back injury, back spasms. Mm. Yeah, call yeah. horse shit on that one. No chance. Yeah, Victoria. No chance. Victoria P is the type of girl that like was in gym class faking cramps so she didn't have to run the mile. Like this is the same kind of thing that's going Her on. Her back here. was still hurting from carrying the show last week. So yeah, I'll <laughs> say I'll say it was a good move though. It was pretty smart by her. She saw the right? opportunity that that's while just... everyone's competing, yeah, she she's got to be right with, there with uh, Pete, the and you know she's playing the show. It's like it's whenever whenever someone else scored, Victoria P was the one who got to hug Pete. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, All these women group. giving each other like CTE and Victoria's just rubbing <laughs> shoulders with Pete. Hey now, you can't we can't say that word. We'll lose our NFL sponsorship. Oh shit. I'm sorry, Mr. Goodell. <laughs> it's too late, dude. They're coming for you. It's okay, we still have Larry's. <laughs> it's been nice oh, knowing you about Larry something. <laughs> NFL, open up. <laughs> Protect uh, the shield. I, I I already know y'all took way better notes of this game uh than I did. Uh, I, the only thing that stood out to me, uh, Sheehan was on some Barry Sanders uh, ish with the four touchdowns, uh, all all on the ground. What other uh, highlights? I would love to see the all twenty two from this game. I kind of want to see what some of the uh, blocking schemes looked like if they ran any uh, blitz packages on the line. What were what were you? I didn't take too many notes about the game itself because I didn't want to devolve this into me talking about football because I'm sure that's, you know, great podcasting. Thanks but for great radio. Kevin right. Clark and Mays do it. Exactly. So I think the the notes that I took are what the hell were the team names that they chose? The Eliminators <laughs> and the Killer Bees. Like yeah. that's that's bad. I didn't like that at all. And then um yeah. in the confessionals they were doing during the game. 
whoever did the makeup for that, who tried to create that fake sweat look on all the girls, was <laughs> absolutely that was so. They bad. literally, I, I <laughs> to, uh, to break the illusion for you, when you do fake sweat, you literally just take a spray bottle and just spritz people in the face. So everyone, they just looked shiny. They didn't even I, look yeah, like they were because they're all wearing makeup and they've just been like glistened over. <laughs> Certainly not sweat. But they so weren't bad. running around. They should have like actually gotten sweaty. Like, but they not. Were but they were filmed the confessionals during yeah. the game. I, I think what Corey's right. saying is they right, refilmed right. the confessional yeah, yeah. to make it look like they were pulling them. Yeah, in put the pads that. back on. We'll mess your hair up a bit and spray you in the face, and then you know talk about how much you loved throwing the ball to Hannah Ann fourteen times. Uh, that's not a confessional. That's a model shoot. Yeah. Um. So I did take a couple notes on the game itself. Uh. My first note before. is that McKenna has no hands. Uh, I think the first play they showed it oh went my. straight through there. Real Not bad even look for her. She was actually playing, but when they were just like working on the jugs machine, she was like the only one yeah. who couldn't field a soft punt like straight up in the air. Can yeah, I defend? Can I defend my girl for a second? Look. Not yet. Sure. She's Canadian. Uh, yes. Football in Canada. They have there is a football league. That's all yeah. we know. Um, my second note. My second note was the helmets were absurdly too big. Uh, do we think that's on purpose? Or they did they just pull, pull the spare helmets from the equipment room in the Browns uh, laundry room? Absolutely the latter. Absolutely. They got practice squad helmets. They might have gotten like the smallest like shut helmets they had, and they were still too large for any of those women. Yeah. I'm, very, yeah. I'm very excited for someone to come storming in in two weeks like with post-concussion syndrome and just like start screaming <laughs> at somebody because of this football game. <laughs> yeah. And then my last note that I had was, the game ended in a tie, and so then that meant that all of the girls got to be in the, the cocktail party or whatever it was after. Uh, how uh, how planted was that tie by the producers, do we think? Oh, it was 100% planted because they all needed to be there for you-know-who. That, yeah, that 110%, that was the reason why. Is I, I, I had jokes prepared to talk about how the league really needs to re-examine its uh, overtime rules, but... Um, I, my, I, I, go on, Corey. My big problem is that, okay, they tied. So they said whatever team wins gets to go to the after party, right? So both teams tie. So both teams get to go, right? So shouldn't it be all the teams go except for Victoria? So she should be the one oh, sitting shit. there in her hotel room because she didn't play. Absolutely. She, she was, I'm too hurt to blown play. this shit up. Oh, uh, we Damn. blew it wide open. So oh, it should have just it. been. She should have been chilling there with Kelsey and other Victoria, and just while the everyone else was on their little after party thing. I do yeah. want to say, for how anti Victoria F I've been, I do feel like we missed out on her being a part of this game because, as I texted y'all, uh, given that Chase Rice was a linebacker in college, I think Chase Rice was really either undersized for a linebacker or Victoria F has great running back potential as a powder puff. Because she she was looking stacked next to him. Um, looks like yeah. she could run right up the line. The mm. Virginia Beach area is known for producing very good football talent. So, you know, you never know, especially with the Old Dominion University Monarchs. I just want to see Victoria F. run Oklahoma's oh, no. pull someone over. <laughs> could, could she have walked on, on uh, Old Dominion's team? Well, they won, what, one game this year? And that was against FCS Norfolk State. So probably, yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. Oh, I think she could have at least made it as like a backup linebacker. Uh, We were were absolutely robbed of that content. 
I'm glad you guys took good uh, took good notes on this football game because I wrote down screen pass without any context. <laughs> <laughs> They only wrote, they only threw screens. I swear. <laughs> and then wrote Cheyenne going absolute Derrick Henry right now. The, other, the one that I can't remember. Yep, I, I had I, Cheyenne I, MVP. I didn't get the opportunity to go back and do my rewatch, but I do vividly remember there being a play where someone got like cross tackled in the back, like cross armed in the backfield, and just kind of like yeah. decked. And, and I wish. I wish I had would have had the chance to go back and take the notes, but I was like, oh, wow, that, that, that was an actual hit. Like, I, I do I feel like they kind of edited in some like NFL tackle noises over these <laughs> tackle noises. They so just hear someone get absolutely hit sticks. They just... pulled it and said, Hannah Ann, you're out. Miles Garrett, you get in there. <laughs> <laughs> Good spear tackle someone. You see um, Cheyenne score her fourth touchdown. She bursts into flames like NFL blitz style, and we're, we're rolling. She's on fire <laughs> i did love it when they cut to the locker room after the ties and or after the tie and madison was on some like tom brady level stuff where she was like just sitting in the locker and she just looked so thoroughly pissed that they had t- tied them <laughs> tied the game and she was like i didn't play good enough i didn't <laughs> it's like this sucks i wanted to win i was like that's that's intensity that's fire that's how you know that she was a, a a high school champion. I was and her, her and I Natasha was, too was on some on some leadership. It was really Natasha. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I was half expecting Madison to come out with uh, uh ties like kissing your sister, the classic trope. I I think it's I think it's fair to say that like Madison, Natasha, and Sheehan were like the only ones out there that looked like they had played sports before in their whoa, life. Whoa 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 whoa! Don't don't slander Deandra. She basically brought Sorry. that. Yeah, yeah, Deandra, yeah, Deandra she got the game tie, game tying touchdown. Um, Kelly's just chucking up nice jackpot there. balls. Yeah. Kelly's so think, checking up, checking up jackpot balls, and Deandra's like, "I got it. I'll we'll go. We'll go." Just a, a little thing to note about Deandra. I think she got her first screen time at the start of the episode when she bashed on Cleveland. So I don't think we'd seen her <laughs> in the first three episodes, but she was kind of prominent. We stand Deandra for her anti-Cleveland stances. Um, I think, uh, yeah, it's probably good that we uh, scrapped our segment to redraft this, uh, this, uh, these teams because uh, we're now realizing about only four of them we would have been able to remember as any kind of athletic performance. And McKenna would absolutely have been the last pick. No doubt. All right, guys, any other notes from the football game? I think we're good. That was a great game. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and on the other side, we're going to get into the group date. Hey, everyone, this is John, uh, you know, from the show you're currently listening to. Just taking a quick break to plug our new Twitter account. That's at DMPN Show. Give us a follow. Give us a like, a retweet. Shoot us a DM. You know, uh, we really want to engage with the uh, small subsection of fans we, we have sitting at... About 21 followers right now. Would love to see that balloon up to, I don't know, maybe 30 by February. Uh, So, yeah, give us a quick follow. And we also have an email address where, uh, you know, you can shoot us questions, feedback. If you have a, I don't know, a hot hot take you want shared on the show, send it over. Uh, That's going to be at tmpn.pod at gmail.com. dmpn.pod at gmail.com. Again, the Twitter account, DMPN Show. 
we have zero brand consistency here. Not really what we're about. Uh, but thank you guys so much. Uh, and now back to the actual podcast. All right, we're back to talk about the group date this week. Like we said on the other side, we were uh, treated to all the women who participated in the football game being at this week's group date. A little bit of controversy as to who was going to be the first person to get Peter's time. Uh, I believe the, I forget which team's which, but Sheehan's team had certainly nominated her to be the the first person to be uh, be taken aside to Peter, but she was uh, she was kind of beat to the punch. Um, guys, what what uh, what thoughts did y'all have from the from the group date this week? I just Victoria uh, P is so yeah, goddamn really fake, and I hate her for it. Like yeah, tough week for Victoria P after me uh, standing on her corner pretty hard last week. Yeah, are you still <laughs> are you still like backing her? Yeah, fan. You know what? Our Victorias are just circling the drain right now they are not looking good and <laughs> we both really hedged our bets on bad people not okay. that there's anyone to root for in the show there really isn't it's horrible it's pretty bad i will uh, she ends all right she and just takes so many l's she did great in the football game and her quote was i won't sit here and let it happen like in reference to like pete being stolen away from her again yeah. and like yeah you will you will sit there and let it happen because you've done that twice before already, and you're letting it happen again. Uh, I mean, I love her and all, but like, damn, you gotta like kind of stick up for yourself a little bit, Shane. Come on. Yeah, it kind of brought us all the way back to week one when she uh, got got swiped by Hannah Ann, right? Um, yeah. And I'm sure that was the uh, that was where she was at mentally when she said that I'm not gonna let it happen again, but um, <laughs> she kind of mm. let it happen again. Cap. Yeah, not I, I. I don't have a whole ton to talk about for the the group date that isn't uh, a Leia content. So if mm-hmm. if you boys are ready to jump in, let's jump in because the queen is back uh, as as she announces herself, and she's she's here to set the freaking record straight. We we get a Leia jumping right in, and boy was boy was it a great reception. Everyone seems super excited for her <laughs> to be there. It's clear that she had a ton of friends on the cast. Standing uh, ovation. Yeah, this the crowd size, the the audience cheered, people were crying, children were singing in the streets. Oh, dead ass, who let her back on the set? The producers. Oh my god. <laughs> the, the producers is just my answer to any question from from here on out. Uh, it, not only did they let her back on the set, but like threw her into the audience and. I, I don't I don't think there's a whole lot of point in talking about the 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 perception, I guess, of her coming back. It's clear she's not super well liked. It seems like she has one friend on the entire show and that might be Savannah. But yeah. just jumping right in, she she not only storms into the cast, but then storms in to the to the 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 date. Uh Evan, what do you got for this one? Well, so my thing is kind of would you ever fly all the way to Cleveland for someone? You know, <laughs> she she had to go from Los Angeles to Cleveland. Would you ever do that? I, I don't think I would. I, I don't think I could. I don't think I would ever fly to, She's not a contestant. I don't think I would ever fly to Cleveland to connect on a flight, let alone. Like, if, if anyone's in Cleveland, they're gone from my life. I'm never going to see them again. Buddy, I, I, wouldn't, no I wouldn't fly to Cleveland if the Indians offered me a job tomorrow. 
I don't I don't live in enough interesting place for that person to come visit me. And I'm certainly not going to Cleveland, Ohio. Um, so, yeah, that that person's effectively dead to me. There's got to be so many yep. moments of just like doubt and hesitation, like packing your bag, getting a getting an Uber to the airport, waiting in security <laughs> line. And no, at no point did she decide, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to go to Cleveland. So well, that's pretty commendable. Seems- she went into it with an incredible amount of confidence because as we learned, she knows everything because the internet knows everything. So fellas, do y'all think, uh, do y'all think she's a uh, Twitter watcher? Y'all think she's a Redditor? How do you, how do you think she's getting her bachelor drama? YouTube, like where, where's she getting the feed? Cause she was the one who dropped the bombshell for most of the people that, that by that point they did not know that Victoria F and, uh, Chase Rice had a had a pass together, uh, so she was the one to get to break that news. Um, I think uh, she probably also slept with Chase Rice, is my theory. <laughs> but... It was not the answer I was expecting. I can see it. Uh, I think the it. producers probably told her something. Oh, leak from the inside. That makes I sense. May, I that's what I'm. I'm thinking, I mean, because, like, the whole show is taped, and so this happened over a span of, like, five to seven days. Yeah. I, I don't think she's, like, she gets kicked off. Do you really think she's going to go on, like, the internet and do a deep dive research into every contestant? You know, I, I think someone must have told her from the production team. No, that may, that makes sense, and I know like I I know the season spoilers are out far enough in advance, just like in terms of like people who are on the cast, because um, there are people out here that research any like all of these women, and probably know them better than any of the contestants do without ever actually having met them. Um, so I I think it's certainly possible that she got some kind of season leaks but yeah the the way you explain it seems far more likely because i think in my mind i keep treating the show as if it's being filmed live and that she went home <laughs> right. for a couple days and then watched the last week's episode and then came back and that makes no sense because I, I i texted y'all and i was like wait does she have season spoilers because that'd be insane <laughs> and then i realized that that would be insane because it would make no goddamn sense that she, she could knows, see the future yeah that she's just a clairvoyant now like <laughs> She was kicked off the kicked off the show, and suddenly now she's a she's a soothsayer. Um, all the same, doesn't take away the fact that she was able to just come in and just like rock everyone's life with uh, with some of these uh, some of these bombshells. Um, so much chaos, bro! Masterful yeah. job at causing chaos. And I think we we have been dancing around it thus far, but when she goes in to interrupt the 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 meeting or the date uh, with. Uh, Victoria P and has that conversation with Peter and we get more gems out of Peter that clearly someone's lying to him and he doesn't know who um, because the answer certainly can't be both. Um, that's a right. that's a wink wink and a nudge. Um, but we, so Alea uh, confronts Peter. Peter confronts Victoria P. We learn the term uh, my truth and that my truth was telling me and uh, I don't know about you guys, but I believe uh, truth and perspective uh, still have two different definitions. But what what, what did y'all like about this or what did y'all hate? Because I think this was officially the part of the episode that I realized that I was missing the the Kobe replay to watch this unapologetic garbage. Um, and my, that, that was when I was like, oh, man, 
I've, I've, I've signed up. <laughs> what am I doing with my life? What am I doing? Rip Kobe. Um, what do you got, guys? This uh, this whole scenario just I think it just made me hate Peter even more. And I know like this is supposed to be Alea's fault and this whole thing that we, you know, we brought her back. But this whole Peter's like wishy washy. Like man, I. I, I shouldn't have left her. I shouldn't have taken her off the show. Like looks down at her chest. Yeah, you can come back. Like you're you're good. And it's just like <laughs> unbelievable the way he is. It's just oh, I hate him so much. He, I mean, you got to think. Cause I got a long thing. Um, I all I gotta say is I, I kind of checked out during the segment. I mean, it was pretty much just <laughs> the same as last week's episode. Um, and just the fact that he gave her the rose too was a little like. Pete, what are you doing, man? I think that was like one of the most insane things was that it, not only to bring her back, because bringing her back on the show is one thing, and then immediately giving her a rose, which secures her place in the next round, is is entirely another. Because it, it, it's one thing to admit that, like, okay, like I made a, I, sure, let's give him the benefit of the doubt. It's one thing to admit that you made a rash decision if we if we can even call it that but then i made a rash decision so i'm going to make another rash decision to undo the rash decision i made before (laughs) and secure your spot in the the next group um i don't know i'm finding it hard to care about any of the rules of this of this show and and what means anything because if someone can come back the next week like i know someone's got to win Unless they don't, this might be the first season where someone ever loses The Bachelor. Um, yeah, it's Pete. Pete's the loser. Pete's the, the loser. Season's infinite. They just keep adding more women on, and like we never get to just one last one. I want, I want Chris Harrison to rip his mask off and <laughs> that he was Pete all along. Um, <laughs> it was that, me, damn it! <laughs> it was me all along. I was the architect of all your pain. Uh, <laughs> if I could, uh, nice. 007 reference by the way thank you um if i could have the floor i the floor i need to talk this out rant it out baby rant it out it's not it's not it's not a rant it's it's me thinking out loud trying to work through what the actual dilemma here is right we believe the shows (laughs) presents the dilemma as Aaliyah saying one thing and victoria p saying another and pete doesn't know what to believe so here we go Aaliyah and Victoria meet in, in pageantry circles, right? Uh, they both do pageants, so they've probably met. They've both admitted to that fact before, that they've met. Uh, there's a possible group trip to Vegas amongst this, this pageantry history. Uh, they both come on The Bachelor. Aaliyah asks Victoria to not tell the producers they know each other, right? That's, that's <laughs> what we've been led to believe, or what Aaliyah has yes. admitted to. Right? Aaliyah's asked Victoria to tell the producers they know each other. Uh, Victoria P. doesn't tell the producers. Um, But after Aaliyah's being accused of being fake, sorry, there is a cat on the screen. That is very distracting. (laughs) Oh, if we can put that microphone so I can eat this snack. My cat jumped on top of me and tried to attack my mouth. Oh, it's beautiful. Are you eating chicken nuggets? What do you mean? I'm eating an oatmeal cream pie. Oh, call it good one, Nick Saban. <laughs> They're my favorite <laughs> snack. All right. Sorry, go on. If I go could get on, back John. on track here. <laughs> Please. The real shit. 
So anyway, pageantry circles, group trip to Vegas. They come on The Bachelor. Aaliyah says, hey, don't tell anyone we know each other. Uh, Aaliyah gets accused of being fake. And then Peter starts, you know, that's when he does his little detective work. He asks, you know, ask all the girls, hey, is, uh, is Aaliyah fake? Victoria P is like, well, I don't know if she's fake, but she asked me to lie about knowing her. And uh, so that all happened, right? Am I, am, I, am I wrong on any of this? No, you got it so far. Okay, so then Pete kicks off Aaliyah for being dishonest because the dishonesty is asking someone else to lie, um, right? Kicks her off. And now Aaliyah is back because she's saying Victoria P is lying because they do know each other. Was that point ever like up for contention? They both admitted that they know each other. So is I think like I don't understand what like why Pete is all of a sudden confused again. I think there was one additional point in I, I think maybe the one element of it when she was initially kicked off was that also Victoria F came to Pete about um, the way uh, Alea was uh, treating victoria or just like her not the whole concept of not being there for the right reasons and i think that's what like sowed the the initial seeds of a p being told that this woman wasn't who he was perceiving her as and then it was the going to victoria p that was kind of like i think the the victoria f was like the bump and then the victoria p was like the spike and like Oh, well, also this um, that she had asked me to not tell that we know each other or not talk about how we know each other. Right. But so Leah I, comes back on and her, her trump card that she like tries to present is that we, we do know each other. We were on a trip to Vegas together. It's like, and, yeah. And I, I think, you know, that not being ever in doubt, but I guess also just like. I don't know if it was the initial thing of feeling lied to of that and just reacting very poorly to it. Um, and the, the fact that he had uh, two girls that Pete seemingly super like really liked at that point, um, telling him that she's no good. Um, <laughs> I'm being told I'm pronouncing Alea wrong. Is it Aaliyah or Alea? We it's had this conversation. Alea. It's Alea. Okay, so I am saying it right, as gross as it sounds. No one, I'm saying no it. one I'm, knows I'm saying how to spell it, but I think Alea is the right way to say it. A-L-A-Y-A-H. I think the only point that Alea had that could maybe paint Victoria P as the dishonest one is that they were more than acquaintances. They were friends, but she did not make any strong points to indicate that. She's like, oh, we so, were on a group trip to Vegas. Like, I've been on plenty of group trips with people I'm not tight with. Happens. I don't know. Like, so the thing is, I don't think Alea ever made that point, but I think Victoria P kind of gave it away. And I had this somewhat validated on the internet is that the the I when Victoria P reaches out to pull the eyelash off of Alea's face, uh, I, myself and apparently uh, several other interneters. Um, interpreted that as that is not something you would necessarily do to someone that you do not know all that well um i think that it maybe for just a fleeting moment was when victoria p possibly gave the game away that victoria p might be the one manufacturing the story of that they weren't supposed to talk to each other um or or talk about knowing each other um i don't uh, know 
fellas. Uh, the whole thing just didn't make sense to me, though. At, at some point, it's going to come to the end. And at some point, I, I think we're going to get a much clearer uh, explanation of what, what all has happened. It might not be until both of them leave the show or until even after the season's over and we do some kind of retrospect. But I, I certainly think it's one of the things to figure out. And, and I think it's one of the more interesting things that has been potentially like produced and manufactured thus far. Cause I, at this point for me, I'm well past champagne gate. Like I, I think the answer for that one's pretty obvious that that was likely a very manufactured, like, Oh, there's champagne over there. Go get it. And mm-hmm. uh, there yeah. was never clarified which champagne it was. This one, I'm, I'm genuinely intrigued to figure out like who's, who's, who's telling the truth to what degree uh, if, either of them are telling the truth at all um or at least telling enough of the truth to actually matter and i'm interested to see how it plays out i gotta be honest man i don't think peter gives two shits on who's telling the truth i mean i think the way that we've seen his interactions with victoria p she's gonna go pretty far in the show just because i I mean, probably just thinks she's like really hot for that reason because that's all kind of peter cares about at this point moment i think if you know if it's not kelly and madison but it's like who else can we bring to the final five and i think she might end up being one of them just because i mean they've been kissing a lot so you know (laughs) i feel like i could see them both going home in the same like kind of dramatic cut that's the other thing. Just Peter, like, make this easy on yourself. Just send them both home, bro. And that's the, I mean, that's the biggest thing is that like Peter's doing himself no favors in terms of this, like everyone turning against him. And it was very cathartic to see. And we can just move on to this part, but it was very cathartic to see the women confront him when they were when he was explaining that like Alea's back on the show, and they're like, "This is bullcrap. We this you you sent her home, you." ruined this group date to bring her back to stroke your own ego about feeling like you were lied to and to try and reaffirm or like prove to yourself that you're no one's fool but you you just made a further ass of yourself by disrespecting all these other women that way um even if the decision was wrong one, like be enough of an adult to stand by a a decision you made and learn for it and, and, or learn from it instead of just undoing everything and expecting everyone to somehow be fine with it. Fine with it. Still. Evan, is this heard of before someone coming back? Um, I don't think I've seen anyone come back in the, in the seasons I've watched. I don't, it definitely probably hasn't been a thing. In the earlier seasons, uh, but it might have happened recently. Uh, last Bachelor with Colton, he did have the girl who he, who he ended up in, engaged to. She left on her own, and before like she left because they were out in like Asia or something, he went to her hotel hotel room and like begged her to come back. Um, so we've had that before, but we haven't had an actual contestant come back. I don't think in, in my uh, in my viewings of the show, we haven't. Just great. Good on Colton for getting to go to Asia and not Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, well, we they, were told it's been by a, a hot thing on Twitter. Uh, uh, like Colton, his his first like going out of L.A. I think they went to Singapore first, so. 
Singapore to Cleveland, that's uh, a pretty big difference. <laughs> not gonna lie. <laughs> well, we were told that this is leg one of an international tour, so I'm sure they'll yeah, go to they, some other. They definitely, I think, I think they're bound to go to Europe. Uh, hey, at, next at, stop, Cincinnati. Oklahoma City, baby. Let's go. <laughs> they're gonna go to some yeah. bad city in Europe, though. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they they were chilling out in Asia for Colton season for a solid month and a half, I think. Like, they're gonna go to. Was pretty- you want to go to Swansea? Let's, let's, we're going I was to about play. to say, they're going to go to like Swansea and, <laughs> and like Glasgow <laughs> and have, Ireland uh, or something. They're going to Lake Worth, Florida. Yeah. We're going to <laughs> Wolverham- Wolverton, Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton. Hey, Wolverhampton. This is a pro Wolverhampton podcast. Uh, I want to move on in the uh, the essence of time. Um, yeah. There's only really one more segment of the show to get to, and that's the uh, one-on-one with a. Uh, Kelsey, um, I, I think this was enemy. do what my fucking enemy, Kelsey. You're fucking. <laughs> oh, I said a swear. Um, I, I think this was a week for, and I'm I'm curious to hear y'all's thoughts. But I know that like when we had the whole Hannah Ann versus Kelsey conversation, I thought like both of them came away looking pretty bad. I thought for all her tears, like Kelsey, th- this kind of like. St- made Kelsey seem fine in, in my opinion. Um, I, I'm sure y'all have like some disagreements, but like, I think it seemed fine because it, I officially got to the point that I was mad at the show that I'm tired of like these women having to share some kind of trauma in order to be like the only thing that humanizes them at all. It's like, we can't have them just have like personalities and stuff. It may also be like a little and see them still in catty stuff, but like, I, I, I'm tired of having to hear that like this this person went through something very difficult in life and in Kelsey's case it being a child of divorce which sure something that she has in common with like 40% of kids out there but you know the particular story of coming home and finding her dad's wedding ring on the counter with a note I mean that's is certainly a, a different uh, layer to it but yeah I'm I, I, I'm tired. Like the, it seems like the women have to like be forced to the point of tears in order for us to like learn anything about them. And I don't think that's fair to to any of them, regardless of how we feel about them in other settings. Um, but I do want to hear y'all's thoughts uh, as far as how the date went, whether or not any opinions changed on Kelsey. If they didn't, why? I uh, I didn't write too much about Kelsey because my just steadfast hate for her will come will just mm-hmm. you know continue on. Uh, the only thing I really like, you know, negatively put about Kelsey was when she asks Peter how to do a two-step. Like the name of the dance isn't the instructions, <laughs> and I was just like, "Come on, Kelsey, yeah, get it together." <laughs> um, I do want to just quickly comment on what you said about the sob story. Um, is that every time some girl starts crying and has a sob story, Peter immediately turns around and makes it about him. And I hate it <laughs> so much. He's like, starts crying. It's the worst. It's oh so emotionally God. manipulative and it's, I, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm actually very sad. Yeah. Well, my mom was an immigrant, so that's pretty tough that's too, pretty, right? It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't wow. born until they were wealthy, but still. <laughs> they had already moved <laughs> Yeah, we already moved to Westlake and we're zoned for great schools. And I was born, I grew up very attractive, but you know, that's <laughs> my mom is my mom. Sometimes, sometimes I get sads too, you know. <laughs> oh, oh. Why are we here? 
Um, it's just uh, Evan, do you have I'll, thoughts on the Kelsey date? Yeah, I'll go into it. I'll say um, that I I do think because they go to dinner and stuff, so I think it's probably an, a good hour, hour and a half date that they have, and obviously the show wants to show you know, the most dramatic parts or what they think will be most entertaining. So I, I'm sure they talk about other stuff, but obviously the uh, I, I still do think it is a little ridiculous that you're going in like such a deep dive into, you know, your emotional state and what like is actually your first date, even though you've talked to him like a couple other times. Uh, I don't know. It It's a little awkward for me. It's just like, do you really have to talk about that, like so early on? <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like it's being fed to them. Like I think that's like the, it, it it feels like that's what the producers like setting them up for and like the date and, and um. Yeah, and I, like, I, it kind of. I'm it sure they're there watching them feeding stuff to them. Yeah. It, it, what I said, up and there's in a producer the, with a card that just says like divorce. Yeah background <laughs> and it's divorce also, question mark like I, like I said before about like the they're on the they're on a game show so and they want to win so they, to win you know you kind of have to establish an emotional connection and the sooner you do it the better so i think that's kind of why they they go into you know such like such like real talk and whatnot Sure. I uh, I don't know if you noticed this, but when they were talking, uh, Pete definitely told Kelsey that he could see her heart coming through. So this is what now the sixth person he said this to on a on a dinner date, and I'm just like, I'm upset about it. You <laughs> think like, he? You think he has that saying on like a live laugh love like like wood board <laughs> in his home? He's got a. He wakes he, up to looking at it. Yeah, it's a poster. <laughs> he's he's above just got his two bed. of them. He's got the. The I can see your heart coming through, and uh, man, I'm just having a really tough time with this. And that that's just two that's just two go to sayings. And you know, maybe the first one's a <laughs> I line. I think he had a. I could see your heart coming through, just written in pen on his hands. And like when he's not sure what to say, he just kind of looks down at his smudged ink on his fingers. He's like, uh, I was gonna go I really even, see your heart coming through. <laughs> I was gonna go even further in that, like when he spreads his arms, he has like the LeBron James, like what we do in life, <laughs> like tattoos, and it just says, "I can really see your heart coming through." And just when he spreads wide open <laughs> before the every episode, uh, yeah, words words to live by. Uh, um, I do have one thing about the date with yeah, the, the like the box car and how they went racing. There was. The moment at the end where, uh, like he won, which was a little shitty because he just beat the kids, which you know, <laughs> it's like let the kids win, but he was holding up the trophy. He was holding up the trophy and he turned around to the crowd and he he shouted out Cleveland, and <laughs> for a, a split second there, I thought he was going full LeBron saying Cleveland, this is for you. <laughs> thankfully, he did not because <laughs> those thirty people. Would have just been like, what the fuck? <laughs> so in the context of the date, and I know this is like television, but like in the context of the date of what we are exposed to, they come across two kids racing in a soapbox derby, right? Each one in a car. Yeah. So they start, they then bobsled it, right? They 2v2 it, and they take one of the cars that supposedly the kids and immediately spray paint their names on it with hearts and shit. And I'm just like, in the context of the show, 
why would you ruin this kid's soapbox car just for a single date in this whole thing? And it's just, it was so weird to me. It, like, I just, I hate Peter. <laughs> just one more, one that was more a rough date. It's just right. the my other thing with the whole date was they spent way too much time at that date trying to hype up Cleveland to the entire audience of the show. They were like the whole episode. Yeah. But even yeah, as like, bro, look we're, how, we're past this, man. Look how, look how cultured we are. We have pierogies and polka dancing. We are little Poland in the middle of the United States. And it was just, I didn't understand why, why they were going for that angle of Cleveland is Poland. And we're, we're with it now. Good, good on they you. They said they were going on an international tour and that's what they meant. Yeah. <laughs> Because Next. Cleveland shelled out the last of their tax income for this fucking plug. <laughs> they won the they, <laughs> they, they won the Olymp- yeah they won the Olympic bid for the Bachelor. <laughs> um, all right, guys, any last thoughts, Kelsey? Anything's this episode before we before we take one more quick break? Uh, I got nothing on Kelsey. All right, oh, nothing on this day. This day was boring. All right, it's, Kelsey sucks. We're going to take one more quick break. We'll be back with JD's favorite segment and uh, some final thoughts for the episode. Stick around. Hey, boys talk the Bachelor family. Just got to give a quick few shout outs. Uh, the first one's coming from Twitter. Uh, loyal fan Kelly. She, A, happy birthday to her dog, Simon. And B, she's getting married in 16 days. So congratulations, Kelly. That's fucking awesome. Happy birthday to Simon. Uh, very, 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 very happy for the both of you. Uh, she also says that Pilot Pete is the most boring man in history, and I, I think we all, all tend to agree with that. Uh, Corey, you have a shout-out as well? I do. I, I just have uh, just one this week, and uh, uh, Alex is now listening to our podcast, which is lovely to hear. Uh, she does not watch the show whatsoever. Let's go. Uh, she understands nothing of what we talk about, but she is being very supportive, and we very much appreciate her for doing that. Mm-hmm. Nice, and I got I got one shout out coming up, yeah. and it is my boy Ryan Edder from back home. He's been a diligent listener, and he even tweeted at us that he wanted us to record right after the show so that he could listen earlier. That is not going to happen, but thank you for listening. Uh, I actually do have one quick shout out. Uh, shout out to all my students who harassed me until I told them the name of the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> And that's the shout-outs for the week. Uh, thank you so much for uh, everyone who listens and supports and follows. And, uh, yeah, love you guys. Thank you. All right, y'all. We're back for uh, the last segment of the week. Pimps and Simps. John, take it away. Who mm. we got this week? How's it going? Uh, so let's start off with Pimps. We'll change it up. My Pimp of the Week is Chase Rice. Uh, mm. Country music star, well on his way to becoming a a country music legend, uh, a man who's making his dreams come true, clearly has no love for any of these women. Um, and, you know, you got to give it to him. It's, it's, it's pimp-ass behavior. Uh, simp of the week. It is with a very, very heavy heart that I have to announce that I am the simp of the week. <laughs> um, and the reason, the reason being is despite everything we've learned, seen and and heard from victoria f both on and off the show i am helplessly in love with her and uh that really is the true essence of what a simp is so um, i'm sorry to disappoint you all but uh it's me i am pagliacci 
<laughs> and that was Pimps and Simps. <laughs> I thought we were going... I, I, I was expecting another week of Pete, and I was prepared to talk about at what point do we retire Pete from... Or, or <laughs> the Hall of Simps. But I'm, I'm trying to do no. I'm trying to do no repeats. So. I'm very happy with how that went. I'm very happy to know how artistically, uh, how how where you're taking this. Um, I was about to say artistic integral. I have an honorary pimp. I think uh, Cleveland is our honorary <laughs> pimp of the week. They they have not gotten this publicity since the preseason football when they were thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl. So I think for Cleveland, this is kind of big for them. Just getting a little little uh, screen time, a little show, a little see what's about the city. The city and, council. Uh, I think, I think Cleveland Cleveland could be on the rise. I don't know. We'll see. I think it's clear that the show was like filmed in the middle of like the fall or or just like in the NFL season, and they were probably hoping the Browns would be a lot better than they turned out to be. Because <laughs> it's like none of, none of the players actually wanted to be on the show. They had to get the veterans who. Uh, there's no way Josh Cribbs lives in Cleveland anymore. There's no way that man does that to himself. Um, I, I think the only pimp I had was, uh, I think, objectively, Alea has to be a pimp um, just for, like, coming back in. Um, no, and, but you guys don't, don't get picks. You don't get a picture. That's not your segment, bro. That's fair. But if I can uh, throw in an honorary simp, not a pick, but an honorary, uh, Peter's Fine. wardrobe. Peter's wardrobe was horrendous this week. He was really rocking the grandma sweaters. He wore a turtleneck on his date with Kelsey, and it's just – Man's oh. on that LLB in 2010 aesthetic. Mm-hmm. It was this is bad. why I do the second. Yeah, you yeah. know what? You're much better at this than we are. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Uh, real quick around the horn. What are you watching for next week? What are you looking forward to? I want to uh, I want to see some uh, – we, we have not gotten any Hannah Ann since the first, like, episode and a half. And she's supposedly one of the frontrunners for this season. And we have literally have not done anything with her at all other than, hey, I had one little confessional during the football game. And we've seen nothing from her. Um, and I want to see maybe an entire episode where McKenna doesn't cry. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would like to see it. You're asking too much. I think I might be. I think I just, I really just want to see more Aaliyah versus everybody uh, is what I'm looking forward to. Um, everybody hates her. Victoria F was calling her out um, like face to face. So I, I just want to see more of that shit. That good, good stuff. Uh, I'm I'm in the same boat for the most part. I, I kind of want to see where they go with Aaliyah. Um, but then also in the uh, the little preview that they did after, they had the ambulance. It's kind of been a running Ambu- meme. Ambulancia. It's it's <laughs> been a it's been a meme for the past few shows that they have to have at least two ambulances per season. So this could this could be our first one and there could be another one. So just kind of look out for that in the past few seasons they've kind of resulted in nothing. It's been like uh like they had a rugby game in the Bachelorette and nothing happened, but they still pulled the ambulance there. <laughs> so I'm I'm kind of looking out. I'm looking for something a little more serious, uh, but we'll see. It probably won't be too much. Catastrophic are, enough that we get a new Bachelor, but not life altering that we feel bad about it. Hey, Michael, step right in. It'll be great. 
we are yeah. uh, so go we are the, officially on ambulance watch now. Go to the closer. We are 100% on ambulance watch, and not even not only one ambulance watch, but look out in uh, the end of the season for a second ambulance. Uh, I think in terms of what I'm looking out for, uh, if anyone hurts Tammy's feelings, uh, I will scream and I will, mm. they will become, they will earn an enemy for life. Uh, we get some Tammy crying in the next episode or the, uh, coming up segment that, uh, I was not super stoked about, uh, oh. in general, more existentially, I just want to be able to root for anybody moving forward on any of this, uh, season. I definitely had some meme picks at the beginning, be they Hannah Ann or, uh victoria or yeah victoria p last week who i now regret or um even i guess kelly and whatnot i don't know i just want someone to believe in i think we're still we're still in on on kelly i think i think kelly's still uh so that's good someone reminded me kelly was the one who cheated in the uh the obstacle course in week one and we just Mm -hmm. all kind of forgot about it because she turned out to be one of the few adults in the room um, I do. Yeah. I do have one thing about Kelly is that supposedly she married someone from my hometown. So I, she's a Chicago girl, and uh, I guess she married some. Or no, she didn't marry someone. Her sister married someone. Oh, I don't no. know. she's she's related. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you gotta no, stop dropping bombs on us at show. the end of the episode. That's a <laughs> that's a big time error on myself, but. Her family is related there. to someone from Lake Zurich, which is where I, I grew up. So I, uh, I'm i all in on Kelly now, I think. <laughs> uh, and uh, we actually didn't get a ton of Madison in this week, so we kind of broke the Madison streak. Um, Did, she'll, didn't she'll didn't kiss back. her this week. I know. Didn't kiss her this week. Um, cool. Combo breaker. Oh, yeah. Corey has oh, yes. We do have our kiss counter of the week. Uh, there was 13 this week. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, you know, it was a little more on the number side, but less on the ver- the variety side. So there are only three girls that received smooches this week. Uh, Victor- Victoria F. got five on her one-on-one, um, which was including the one where she was breaking down at the end. So we used that as a nice advantage to sneak one in there. Good on you, Pete. You're a great dude. Um he gave Victoria P two of them while she was faking an injury to be on the sideline. Um, I these I sound effects that are to make it disgusting. Feel better. <laughs> and um, six, six for Kelsey on their uh, on their one on one, and I she deserves none of it. She deserves no love. All right, All right. stop and with this was, sound that effect. Was a, that was the kiss counter. All right, y'all, that's going to do it for us this week on the Boys Talk Bachelor. As always, we promise to try be- try harder, do better next week. But thank you all for continuing listening. I've been your host, Drew Baker. Thank you, and we'll see you next time. Fun times in Cleveland again. Still Cleveland. Come on down to Cleveland town, everyone. Under construction since 1868. See our river that catches on fire. It's so polluted that all our fish have AIDS. We see the sun almost three times a year. This guy has at least two DUIs. The flats look like a Scooby-Doo ghost town. Don't slow down in East Cleveland or you'll die. Our economy's based on LeBron James. Buy a house for the price of a VCR. Our main export is crippling depression. We're so retarded that we think this is art. It could be worse though, at least we're not Detroit. We're We're not not Detroit. Detroit!